0: Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Tonight I'm going to turn to Genesis chapter number 26. Hallelujah. Been seeking the Lord this week. Man, we've been the pastor's house, watching children this week, helping them. I don't know, I think it was maybe Monday night, I'm not sure. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. It, was Monday night. it had to be Monday night. I took my laptop with me because I had some things on my mind. And and, and I'm just going to be truthful with you. This thing's been working on me. I've had this sermon laid out two or three times and and, then tore it down and rebuilt it again. I don't know. I feel like somebody's going to get help tonight. Hallelujah. I don't know. Maybe me as much as anybody. I don't know. But let's let God's will be done tonight. It's, it's, it's a familiar verse. You'll, you'll recognize it. I've preached from it a lot of times. But I want to preach it a little different way tonight because God began to deal with me on it. In Genesis chapter number 26. Hallelujah. For all this stuff that's in my way, may I have to roll my sleeves up. I don't know. Hallelujah. I'm going to start with verse number 12 of chapter number 26. I'm going to read more verses than Bishop normally reads tonight. Will you, will you kind of just bear with me through that reading? Because normally two or three verses and I'm ready to minister. But I, I'm, I feel like it's going to take this many to do what I want to do. Verse number 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land. And received in the same year a hundredfold. And everybody said, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward. And grew. Until he became, everybody said, very great. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great store of servants and everybody said and the Philistines envied him let's say that again the Philistines envied him mercy lord hallelujah for all the wells which his father's servants had digged in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines had stopped them. Everybody said, "Stop them!" Oh, glory. And filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, "Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we." And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again, everybody said again, the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, where the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the names by which his father had called. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the herdmen of Jerir did strive with Isaac's herdmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of that well, Ezek, because they strove with him. And they digged another well and strove for that also and he na- and he called the name of it sitna and he removed from thence and digged another well and for that they strove not and he called the name of it rehoboth and he said for now the lord hath made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land and he went up from thence to beersheba the Lord appeared unto him the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee and will bless thee and multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. And he builded an altar. Everybody said he built an altar. And there, and called upon the name of the Lord, and pitched, everybody said, pitched his tent there. And there, Isaac's servants, everybody said, dig the well. Dig the well. Now, I want to preach on this subject for a while digging and redigging the wells, digging and redigging the wells. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for that anointing. There's a spirit of God in this place tonight, Lord. And I thank you, Lord. I give you glory and honor and praise for that. I do not take lightly, Lord, for what you've done and done already, God. I pray that, Lord, you would minister through me. It's not my word. It's yours, God. Lord... Encourage people and strengthen people by the word tonight. I thank you, Jesus, right now in your holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. You say amen and you can be seated. Hallelujah. I want you to notice something, because I guess something come to me as I was studying, because I, I, I'll, I'll be truthful with you, I don't, I don't even know how long. I've been studying this, and it's, it's been down, and it's been down. and I've rebuilt it and, t- you know, tore it down, built it up, tore it down, built it up, until I just felt like it was finished. And the other night, I think about 11 or 11.30, I, I think the Lord finally finished it. And put what he wanted in it instead of what I wanted. I want you to notice that Isaac had to work even after following his daddy's path. The wells were filled by the Philistines and had to be redug. And I'm here to tell this church if pastor didn't have to come along and redig wells. That bishop has already dug in the last 20 plus years. We would have a full church by now. Let me tell you. There will always be a few Philistines around. That will try to stop up the wells that have already been dug. Come on. Let me tell you, somehow, I don't know why I have to say this, but I think I do. You've got to realize that the more wells there are, the more water there is. The Holy Ghost represents water. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God, hallelujah. But in all of our work, let me tell you, there will always be a few that's around that's going to be trying to fill in the wells that you've already dug. And I'm going to be truthful with you. I believe that we have been in that place, Brother Freddie, that we've had to redig some wells. And I don't know about you. I don't mind digging wells, but I hate redigging them. I hate to have to clean out something that the enemy has just filled in. I don't get. I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about having to redig my wells. You know, I, I, they already had a name and they filled them in just as though uh, I'm going to take the name away. So since the wells filled in, the well has got no name. But see, that's not so because I want to tell you something. Uh, after that thing's been named, that name is still there. The Holy Ghost. I'm telling you. I have got family that's backslidden, they fell away from God, they've, been, they've repented, they've been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the precious Holy Ghost, and the wells have been filled up, but I'm going to tell you, there's still a name there. Come on. You may have some that's backslid. you may have some that's in sin, that, that have once known God, but I want to tell you, the well has never, ever lost its name. Come on. The Holy Ghost does not lose its name. <laughs> Woo. You hear that enemy? I look down at him. Amen, glory. So I'm going to tell you, don't let the devil talk you into saying, well, I'll just wipe your name out. I'll take, your, I'll take the name off of your well because once that well's been dug, it don't. It don't just lose its name because you filled it in with earth. Because you've disobeyed God and you've went the other way. That name does not leave the well. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. We will be dealing with past wells, I'm telling you, church, right now until the Lord comes. There will be a redigging. There will be a, a redigging and working over a well to make it brand new. And so it'll flow again. There will be a redigging until God comes. Because not everybody's going to stay in there. Somebody shout, Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaac, I want you to notice something. Isaac moves to a new territory. And the first thing he does is he digs two more wells because the enemy is, you know, they've kind of took over these others and they've more or less run them out of the country. So he goes and he moves to a new place. And see if this sounds familiar a little bit. And he he digs two more wells and the Bible says, you heard our story, that he meets opposition in both of those wells. The first one he names Esau, which means contention. And the other one he names Sitna, which means hatred. And when you begin to take the enemy's territory, I want to tell you, you're going to deal with the enemy trying to refill your wells with the earth. The earth, amen, represents sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you start to take enemy's territories, there will always be problems. Understand that. So we're dealing with problems, so it must be a sign, Brother Freddie, that we're doing something right. In fact, can I even go so far as to tell you that we're doing something the enemy don't like? I'm sorry, but I, I believe the reason some of our pews are empty is because the enemy don't like what's happening here. And he sees, as everybody was hearing well, that this church would be moving on, and he don't want to see that, so he's going to somehow... Rick. Come on now. He's going to fill in your wall if he can with earth. Come on. He's going to fill it up with sin. He's going to fill your family with sin. He's going to try to discourage you. He's going to try to tear you down. He's going to try to uproot your family. Come on and bring confusion in the church. You know why? He's not happy about what's going on in the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I can remember other churches in the past coming to Mount Carmel and trying to dig some new wells. And and I can remember they strove digging them wells until they finally left town. And then he sent us. (laughs) And I've wondered why sometimes. Sometimes. He sent us to this town, and I think we have been here longer than most of the others. And I think we have possibly, brother Bob, redug some wells. I believe we've cleaned some out, and I don't know, but you know, I don't like to redig them. But once they get cleaned out to start flowing, I start feeling that. Woo! Come on. Once that person comes back and finds the God that I serve and once he's filled with the Holy Ghost again then I start feeling better because I've got the well redug and the water's flowing again. Come on church. If we could just get people in this church to redig one well in their family so that the water's running again. I wonder what it'd be like in here. Whoa, glory. I don't know about you, but I got some wells to redig. I got some cleaning out to do, if you please. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to redig the wells. But you know one thing I think that we're doing. We're not only have redugged some wells, but I think we're fighting for some. There are some things in this place that we have fought for. (laughs) There are some of you that are sitting in here that we've had to fight for. Amen, Sister Sharon. I remember her in the second church. Come on. We've had to do some battle to keep the well flowing. Sister Sharon, you had no more come to God, give your heart back to God. He's trying to fill your well back in. And we'd go, we'd go in and we'd re that thing again, get the water flowing. the first thing you know, he's filling in again. And, and, and I'm going to tell you that we've got some projects in this church. Projects are something that don't get finished overnight. It's a while doing it. And we got some project people that we've been working on. And then we've just had to keep somebody there watching. Say, oh, the the well's getting plugged up. Brother, brother, you better get digging there a little bit. Come on, the well's getting filled up. Amen. Come on. Some of those project people, you know, that it just seems like you can't keep the well cleaned out. Oh, 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 but I'm here to encourage you. Brother Bob, Sister Roxanne, there's going to come a time there's not going to be dirt in your well. The water's going to be flowing. Sister and Brother Mike, I want you to know there's going to be time that there's going to be dirt in your well but the water's going to be flowing. It's going to be a springing well. One of those running water jobs. One of them you don't have to put a pump on, it's going to sh- it's like an artesian well. It's springing up. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, digging and redigging your wells. Hallelujah. We're fighting for our wells. We're fighting for our families. Hallelujah. The enemy stopped up the wells, but it's time for us as the church to take them back. Glory. We need to follow. Amen. Isaac can redig our wells. Come on. <laughs> now let the enemy plug them up till they're no use to anybody anymore. Come on, church. We need to redig our wells. Hallelujah. I got some family that I need to dig back out. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'll be the first one to admit to you sometimes it seems impossible. It seems like it's a task that's never going to be done. But if we'll keep digging, come on. Woo! If we'll just keep on digging and redigging and not let that water well get all plugged up with earth and sin and strife. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I think we must remember one thing. Second Chronicles 20, and verse 15, says this. And he said, Hearken ye, all Judea, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dimay, dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Come on, church, we're against a great multitude. But he said, I don't want you to get discouraged about the multitude for the battle is not yours, but it's God's. When we get to the place, church, we we get it in our mind that I can't do it myself. In fact, I can't do anything outside of God. Then I'm going to tell you we can get something done because it's not our problem, it's His. And if I can say that, then I can tell you this that we're not going to lose the battle and the well is not going to stay plugged because if it's his battle he's going to unstop the well. <laughs> Woo, glory! He'll clean our wells out. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. There's gossip lies floating around all over this town about this church I don't know I guess we're the project church for this city they're never going to win you know what comes back to my ears I've heard this said so many well there's trouble that church over there well I'm going to tell you the only trouble we have is the enemy that don't want us in this area much less this city That's our biggest problem. The devil don't like it because we're here. Saints, be on the lookout because they'll have you pulled into their story. Hook, line, and sinker. And you'll become a part of their little gossip story. Whoo. Hallelujah. You know, this has come back to my ears too. You know, well, you... You know, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, come really close because I invited somebody to church. I said, you mean I can come over and visit? So said, well, sure you can come over and visit. Well, I was told you had to dress certain way, make you dress certain way go to that church. I said, you don't want to believe all these lies that go around. You just come on. You, you don't, I don't care. You just come on. You just come on. Come on, let me unstop the well. Let me take the earth out of it. Come on. Let me take the gossip out of it. Believe it or not, I was doing a little going through some things the other night, and I I come up with this little story that says nobody's friend. And I I don't know. Brother Mike, this has come from power plant. I've had it a long time laid away just for a certain night like tonight. Nobody's friend. My name is gossip. I have no respect for justice. I maim without killing. I break hearts and run lives. I'm cunning and malicious and gather strength with age. The more I'm quoted, the more I'm believed. My victims are helpless. They cannot protect themselves against me because I have no name and no face. To track me down is impossible. The harder you try, the more exclusive I become. I'm nobody's friend. Once I tarnished a reputation, it is never the same. I topple governments and wreck marriages. I earn careers and cause sleepless nights, headaches and indigestion. I make innocent people cry in their pillows. Even my name hisses. I'm called gossip, gossip. I make headlines and heartaches and headaches. Before you repeat a story, ask yourself is it true? Is it harmless? Is it necessary? If it isn't, don't repeat it. Hallelujah. I want to caution us we need to worry more about. What it feels like around here rather than what it looks like. Remember where we came from, Brother Freddie. It wasn't the beauty of the first or the second building which drew people to it. You remember that. But it was what they heard on the outside and what they felt and witnessed on the inside of the buildings that made them come here. Some come to see the show, and they're still here. Sitting on the third pew. Others came and said there are spirits down there. And they were partly right. It was the Holy Spirit. I cannot deny it that I felt it. And I cannot deny that I danced a little bit and I jumped a little bit and I ran a whole lot. And I acted like it was alive in there. There was a live spirit in there and nobody could calm that spirit. What are you saying, Bishop? I'm telling you, we need to redig our well. We need to clean out the well, honey. We need to let the water flow into this city, down the alleys, come on, in the south end, and all over town, all over Wabash County, this thing needs to flow. Woo! Hallelujah. Well, digging and redigging wells. Well, glory, hallelujah. Phew. <laughs> We fought battles, hallelujah. We fought battles over wells while we were in Kingsburg. I said we fought battles. As pastor, then I fought battles as pastor. Brother Freddie, I can remember a lot of times 3 o'clock in the morning at the Parsonage being awakened by a phone call. And there was heavy breathing on the other end, but they'd never say nothing. First few times I just hung up the phone, never thought nothing about it. And after this kept coming about 2 or 3, 4 o'clock in the morning... The Lord told me, he said, get out the word and just start reading to them. So I got the word out. And when I answered the phone, I said, I don't know who you are, but I know you need God. And if you'll just sit there a little while, I'm going to read you a little bit of the word of God. And you know, they listen to me read a little, and the next thing you know, Clunk. I'd get up the next morning, Sister McGee. I'd make my way to church. I'd walk up those stairs into that top office over there. Back in the corner, Brother Ferry. Walk down that aisle, go in my office, and just as I'd get down to pray, the phone would ring. And it's the same thing all over and over and over again. For years. Until I found out there was a, a witch that lived not very far from us. Oh, well, if you don't believe in them, they're real. It spoke about them in the Bibles. Saul called on one whenever Samuel was no longer alive. He had to bring old Samuel back up to talk to him. Well, it just happened, and y'all, and some you, you, Brother Fred's going to members. Those days when we used to put, uh, we got all of our churches together, and we began to pray over cloths and put them in plastic bottles. And me and my son and brother Jeremy Penrod, we took shovels. And we went out and started to claim in our county and claim in our city. And we, oh, we buried them in the corners of the county, the corners of the city. And believe it or not, when I found out where the old witch lived, I put one on this side of the house and one on the other side of the house. And then we just come to find out about a mile down the road from us, there were some devil worshipers. They sacrificed cats. They had cats like you never seen the like. They was every place. So I just felt led. You know, I'm kind of silly, but I just felt led. Just go down there and... And right there where this, for that word along where they lived, dig me one and put an anointed cloth in there. And went over on the other side and done nothing. I can't tell you how long it was, before, but I know for a fact that this lady was a witch. Your sister-in-law could tell you for sure. She got involved and found out and, and was listening to the story and heard her talk about some of her spirits had left. She wondered where they went. Well, we kept on praying. Guess what? The witch's house burnt to the ground. Not one thing left. Lo and behold, the devil worshippers down there that thing disappeared too, and everything with it. Now, I'm gonna tell you, church if we'll redig our wells, mm-hmm. if we'll clean out our wells and get everything flowing again, the Lord just allowed us to wash some things out of our midst. Come on, all the evil spirits, all the demonic powers, come on, all the sicknesses, all the diseases. God can wash them out. We need to get the spirit flowing again. It'll take care of fast heartbeats. It'll take care of over 200 blood pressure. It'll take care of all of that. It'll take care of pain. It'll take care of hepatitis C. It'll take care of financial problems. Come on. It'll take care of viruses. It'll take care of whatever the doctor don't know. It'll take care of it. Because I'm serving a healing God. He is a miracle worker. Come on. He's done six notable miracles in my life. I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for him. Mama prayed a prayer when I was three years old, laying over here in the Mount Carmel Hospital. She's afraid I was a goner. My eyes just rolled back in my head. She said, God, if you'll, if you'll heal my son, I'll serve you the rest of my life. And Mama had done that. And she had the audacity to tell me, said, son, God saved your life for a purpose. One of these days, you're going to be a preacher. So, said, Mom, you don't know what you're talking about. You just... Keep quiet, don't you say that. Mama knew what she's talking about. She'd redug some wells. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo glory. I'm gonna tell you, keep redigging the wells. Verse 22 said they finally dug a well and they didn't have to fight to keep it. Uh Uh-huh. Church, we've done heard this. We've done heard that prophesied to this church more times than I can shake a stick at. Now, verse 25 is my key verse. Let me read it again so I can remember what it says. Verse 25 is my key verse. And he built an altar there. Everybody said he built an altar there. Bible, I want you to notice something. Isaac done something that he hadn't done before. All the other wells he dug wasn't nothing special. He just dug them. Bible said he built him an altar. Man, if I could some way just instill it in your little brain tonight. I dare you to build an altar. I dare you to build an altar. Brother Freddie, remember the first church when we took the altar out, getting ready to make a parsonage out of it? We had some people that wanted a piece of the altar. She, the one lady I remember very well, Sister Betty Phelps, she said, "I want a piece of that altar. She took her piece home and she told my wife, She said, I've got requests hanging all over that thing and I pray over them every day. Come on, I'm talking about cleaning out wells, getting sin out of the way. Come on, get the earth out of your well. Come on, redig it. Your well, somebody say, Redig it. Come on, somebody may get excited with me. I said, It's time to redig, redig, redig the well. It's kind of, Time to get the earth out of it. Heard telling how many prayers was answered at that little piece of an altar. Whew. Probably still being answered to this day. Because after the saints are gone, God starts pulling out the answers. I know that from a fact from Mama. Mama had prayed for her whole family. And, and I'm going to tell you, after Mama died in December 1995, in 96, we had the greatest revival that would ever swept across Kingsburg Pentecostal Church. We had 28 new people that year that received the Holy, come on, that repented, received the Holy Ghost. We baptized in Jesus' name. That's besides all the others that have been Maria that have come in. Come on. Our whole, Brother Freddie, all your brothers and sisters came. Come on, I'm talking about cleaning out your wells. I'm talking about digging and redigging. Come on, till you're tireless. Come on. Keep on doing it. I don't care how tired you are. Pick the shovel up. Do some more digging. Oh, digging and redigging wells. Hallelujah. So he built him an altar. And he didn't just build one. The Bible said he called upon the name of the Lord. Oh God, I want to make sure I'm in the right place, Lord. I'm building an altar. I'm praying over this spot right here, Lord. Come on now. He sought God for the answer. It's the first thing he done was built the built the altar. And then the Bible said he had done something else, and this sounds crazy. I the Lord began to, 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 to just roll this over in my mind, and I thought, how stupid, you know, that we think it was. The next thing he'd done was... Bible says, he pitched his tent there. He hadn't even dug a well yet. Most people I know before they build a house, they're going to make sure they got water. But the first thing he done was build an altar. And then the Bible said he, he pitched his tent. Man, you, oh, Lord, give us that kind of faith. All right. I'm, I'm trying, y'all. He pitched a tent there. See, Isaac had built the altar and called on the name of the Lord, and the atmosphere changed. He got all carried away, Brother Bob. He, he went nuts. After he prayed, the atmosphere was so good, he thought, man, I'm going to live here. So he pitched his tent there. He said, man, this is home. I feel good. You ever, you ever got at the altar and prayed so long that you felt like he's at home there? How long's it been ago? I've been there so long, Brother Freddie, that sometimes at the second church, my wife would have to call and say, dear, it's, it's dinner time. Ain't you coming home? And I thought, man, I'm feeling right at home right here. I'm feeling really good. I've, I've, I've prayed at the altar. and I'm more or less pitched my tent here for about four or five hours. I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I'm done. You know, why would I want to go home and mess this up? Come on, y'all been there. And if you hadn't, you need to get there. Oh, hallelujah! See, the atmosphere changed all at once because there was a feeling of hope and faith. That Isaac had never had before. I could see him, brother Bob. He he dig the well, you know, and thought, oh, I'm gonna have to. I easily, you know, I can see him. He's getting to where it's almost he can see a little dampness down there. He knows there's something there, and he's looking around seeing where the enemies at. I know they're around here. They're gonna come and say, now that's ours. It's ours. Is that what he always says. Devil always says to you, that's mine. You can't have your family. That's mine. It's mine. I'm, I've I, I, I proclaimed it as mine. That's not your child no more. That's mine. No, you're wrong. That well's been dug before. It's still got a name. <laughs> Come on. There's still fire in that well. All it needs to do is to be relit. Come on. Hold it. Yes, sir. Once that Holy Ghost is in, come on, honey. It don't leave. All it needs is reignited. We need to redig the well. Come on. We need to get the water flowing through it again. It's not dead. It's still alive. Whew. Mercy's sake. Whoo glory. Redig the well. Somebody say, redig the well. <laughs> Sister Sharon, let's just let's just get all excited. I know. Glory. Let's just not give up on the kids yet. Let's let's just redig the well. Let's come on. Let us get the water flowing again. It's come on. There's still a good vein down there. We just just take the earth off of it. Come on. Don't give up on your family yet. It's time to say, come on, you just redig the well. Come on, I'm going to take the earth off of the flow of water. There's still a vein that's down there that I need to dig and reach till the water starts flowing. Come on, I need a little flowing of the water, I need a little stirring up of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, I felt that way too sometimes, sister. Yes, sir. Or oh, I say to redig and not to be discouraged or troubled, not even looking about you to see what others are doing. Not to worry about the enemy, but I say to redig the well. <laughs> redig the well. And let me start the flow again. <laughs> Woo! Let me start the flow of the building up of the most holy spirit in you. Hayodobahoshatanabah. <laughs> Fear not, I say, for I am God. If thou will obey me, if thou will redig. If thou will redig, I say, if thou will redig, I'll let the water flow. I'll take care of the water, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Shoyalama sonda bohosa. He told. He commanded son day raboho shatanaba. Hiko madarabosat. Halomoshundaniya there was a feeling of hope and faith and in the midst of this let me tell you church he had already tapped into the water of a well that wasn't even dug yet oh you didn't hear me I said, Isaac had that feeling that he'd come while he was at the altar praying, Brother Bob, and he had already tapped into a well that wasn't even dug yet. And he felt something. There was an assurance that he never had had before. And he thought, you know what? I believe there's water here. (laughs) Woo! He pitched his tent there. Brother Wright, knowing there was water. So he digged him a well, and he had water. And I'm going to tell you just as sure as I stand here tonight, I don't believe that well ever went dry. In fact, can I tell you, it's still flowing tonight because I feel it in here. I felt it all the way through this service. Come on, there's something flowing, and it's the water of the Holy Ghost. Come on, it's the Spirit of God. Come on, He'll unstop your wells if you'll just keep on digging. Thank you, Jesus. Can I tell you? <laughs> Brother Mike and Brother Mike and I found enough scraps to put together a well. Y'all didn't catch that. I said, we found enough scraps to put together a well. I'm going to tell you, church, if we'd start redigging the wells, we'd find enough scrap to big and dig us a well, a new well. Come on. Somebody that's never ever been touched by the Holy Ghost in this city. 2,900 of them never darkens a church door. You tell me that we can't dig one new well out of 2,900 people that never comes to church. There's some wells to dig in this city. Let us not be lazy. Let's get out our spades. Let's get out our shovels, and let's dig. Don't let the devil take away your altar. That's what starts the water flowing. Come on, church. You listen to me. Don't ever let the devil do away with your altar. Come on. Make an altar in your house. I don't care if it's beside your bed. I don't care where it's at. But let there be an altar of prayer in the house. Don't never let the devil. Come on. Talk you out of an altar. Well, church is a place we ought to pray. I'm going to tell you, home's a place that needs to start. Mariah and Trevor ain't missing out on their prayers because Mama and Papa's praying. Daddy Mommy praise them, and so are we. Come on, church. I'm going to keep the water flowing. It's flowing in that house, and it's not going to be because of Mama and Papa that it's not. I claim, come on, I'm claiming my family in the name of Jesus. I'm going to redig the wells, I'm going to keep them flowing. Only oh, reason I got a healthy grandson back there is because we kept the waters open. Kindergarten, I believe it was. Kindergarten, first grade, all right along in there, he had problems, big times. Sent him to Indianapolis. Come on. They brought him home from the hospital, but he he went eight weeks with fever, day and night. Had to keep him filled every two two hours. Oh, ibuprofen and whatever. It's not Tylenol, but something else. Anyway. Anyhow, every two hours, switching back and forth to keep his fever checked. Teacher come and tutored him at home. And because of that, he's one of the smartest kids in school. That's Papa's story, and I'm a little bit... Well, let's put it this way. He's smart enough to all the teachers call him. He's got one that's on him all the time wanting him to do something. The teacher's pet, I think. You know why? Because God gave him favor. He had favor in the beginning when he's six, seven years old. God said, you know what? I see something in him and I can use. And he's going through all of this for a purpose. That's why it's is what he is today. Come on, church. Keep your wells cleaned out. God. Keep healing flowing. If you'll keep your well, come on, cleaned out, the healing waters will still flow. Finances will still flow. Mercy, I know I need to hurry. Kids got to go to school tomorrow. I know because I got to take them. See, there was a a feeling of faith and hope after he had built the altar and he pitched his tent in faith saying, I know there's water there. I felt something when I was praying. It was water, buddy. I don't know. He might have got wet with the dew. I don't know. He knew there's water there. Now, I'm here to tell you, I'm about to close. My goodness, if I've been up here that long, help me, Lord. I guess I'm hour preacher, no matter how you look. I'm here to tell you, FAC, when you pitch your tent next to the altar, there will be a well of water. If we will build an altar and pray instead of listening to the enemy, come on. Turn gossip off. Turn country western music off. Come on. Turn on the godly music. Come on. Turn on Caleb. Listen to your Christian music. God will bring a well of revival to the city of Mount Carmel. Let the Lord stop the gang sayers. And you tell the gossipers, I don't want to hear it. If you've got a bad story, keep it yourself. Hey, I've got a well, and I can't take time to listen to your story because I'm cleaning out my well. I'm keeping the water flowing, honey, and you're not going to stop up my well. Gossip will stop up your wells. I hope you all listen. I know this place over here on the hill is nothing but a gossip station. and more of that's lies than's ever truth come out of that place. I'm just warning you. Hello, so don't listen to it. Just go up to your apartment and pray about it. Unstop the wells, let the water flow. Come on church, let's build us an altar right now and call on the name of the Lord. You'll know after spending time at the altar. That it's the right place to dig a well. So we must dig and redig. And Brother Zach, dare to build an altar. Dare to build one. Thank you, Jesus. You can stand. I'm through. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Salters, open. I'll never close a service without opening the altar. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.